everybody. Welcome to this edition, the weekend edition of the Pac-Man Podcast. I'm Ted Flint on the BMG Network. It's going to be a short and sweet program today. We're going to focus on one issue. I haven't talked about this yet because I just want to see how things play out. I've been watching the Senate confirmation hearings. Uh, Katanji Jackson is looking to fill the seat of retiring Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer. And Democrats are stumbling all over each other to heap praise upon Jackson. Now, we're told anyway by these libs in the media that she is eminently qualified, highly educated, Harvard Law School, and no doubt she's educated. But watching these, these Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee is enough to turn your stomach. The most sickening performance, and that's what it was, a performance was from New Jersey's Cory Booker. The junior senator emoted all over the Senate floor this week as he was singing Jackson's praises. Your family and you speak to service, service, service. And I'm telling you right now, I'm not letting anybody in the Senate steal my joy. <laughs> I told you this at the beginning. I, I am, I, I'm embarrassed. It happened earlier today. I just look at you and I, I start getting full of emotion. You didn't get here because of some dark money groups. You got here how every black woman in America who's gotten anywhere has done. Please. By being <laughs> like Ginger Rogers said, I did everything Fred Astaire did, but backwards in heels. They're gonna accuse you of this and that. Heck, in honor of your person who shares your birthday, you might be called a communist. Yeah, she is. But don't worry, my sister. Oh. Don't worry. God has got you. <laughs> That's it. I mean, this guy's unbelievable. He is the biggest phony, I think, in the Senate. And that's saying a lot. It was cringeworthy, was it not? I mean, and, and she was crying too. Everybody's crying. They're tearing up. And it was just unbelievable that I think half the country probably thinks this was great, a great, a great thing, what he did. Uh, in college, and my wife told me this, Jackson did a little acting herself. Now, we know Cory Booker's an actor, but she acted as well. She did some improv comedy and theater. And even Jackson was crying during Booker's performance. But the Washington Post does not think Republicans should have asked Jackson questions about her principles and her judicial philosophy when it comes to kitty porn. Now, she has let hardcore pedophiles out of jail with three-month jail sentences. She is soft on crime. I, I'll tell you how it's going to be. I've seen enough of these over my 35 or 40 years covering this stuff. She will be a tool for the communist left if she makes it to the high court. She'll cave to the extreme environmental movement, the pro-abortion lobby, and so on and so forth. That's my take on it. By the way, Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn asked Jackson a simple question. Can you define what a woman is? Jackson's non-response should be all that we need to know about her fitness for the highest court in the land. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. She won't. You can't? Mm, not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition? Senator, in my work as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, 
people make arguments and I look at the right. law and I decide. Well, so I'm not. The fact that you can't give me a straight answer about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we are hearing about. Good for you, Marsha Blackburn, senator from Tennessee, conservative. You know, Tucker Carlson <laughs> had a great monologue the other night on this particular issue. And he said, and correctly, we go back to your ninth grade biology class. Ninth grade biology. A woman has two X chromosomes. She has wider hips than a man because her body is designed to do different things, like bear children. But Jackson could never have said that. It might have offended the, G uh, the LGBT community and the transgender movement sweeping across America and the world. So she claimed she couldn't define what it is to be a woman in that context. She threw that in there. She said she isn't a biologist. And then also Carlson pointed out, gee, it's, you could ask somebody, is it raining? I, I, gee, I, I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist. I mean, you see how ridiculous that argument is? They expect us, and they think we're stupid, evidently. And half the country is, frankly, the half who voted for uh, for Biden. You know, I just, I, I watch these, the, and this is why I didn't talk about this earlier in the week. I just would, was watching the Senate hearings and, and seeing how this plays out. Ted Cruz was great, as he always is. The Republican senators are grilling her. Uh, she's going to make it on the court. I don't think it, any question. She will make it. You need a simple majority. And Joe Manchin said today, he's always the, the, the key swing vote. Manchin said he will support her confirmation. Mitch McConnell said he won't. It's not going to matter. I think Lindsey Graham is going to support her. And no doubt Lisa Murkowski and, and Susan Collins from Maine, they'll support her because they're liberal Republicans, they're rhinos, and she'll be on the high court. But it's dangerous. But this is what leftist ideology has wrought. Someone of this stature, just because she's highly educated, Harvard Law School and one other law school, she's, you know, in their eyes, eminently qualified. I don't care how much education somebody has if they have the wrong political philosophy, if they don't believe in limited government, in the sanctity of unborn human life. To me, those are, those are my uh, standards. But she obviously she looks at the world through different eyes. I'm not a black woman. And that's the, the main thing that that's the reason she's even being considered. Joe Biden said he's going to name a black woman to the high court. So let me get this straight. Joe Biden, B.S. Biden, wants credit for nominating the first black woman to the Supreme Court. But there's an irony here, because back when he was a senator, he warned President George W. Bush that if he nominated the first black woman to serve on the Supreme Court, Biden said that he would filibuster and kill her nomination. And that's what he did. Back in 2003, Bush nominated Judge Janice Rogers Brown to serve on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit. The D.C. Circuit is considered the country's second most important court. It's produced more Supreme Court justices than any other federal court. She was immediately hailed as a potential Supreme Court nominee. I'm looking at a piece here from Mark Thiessen in the Washington Post. Highly qualified, served for seven years as an associate justice of the California Supreme Court, the first black woman to do that. She was the daughter and the granddaughter of sharecroppers, grew up in rural Alabama during segregation when her family refused to enter restaurants or theaters with separate entrances for black customers. So she knows firsthand about racism. This other woman, this Jackson, 
Katanji Jackson is it, has led a privileged life. Went to all the best schools, lived in great neighborhoods, went to Harvard Law. Not so with Janice Brown, Janice Rogers Brown. Put herself through college, UCA Law School, as a working single mother. She was self-made, but she's a conservative, an outspoken conservative. That's why Biden set out to destroy her. It's not just the, it's not the color of the skin. It's a person's ideology and their political philosophy. So Biden and his fellow socialist Democrats filibustered Brown's nomination and they killed her, her nomination. So now he comes back, you know, almost 20 years later and he's trying to take credit for nominating the first black woman to the high court. The guy is a liar. He's a phony and he's a liar. But here's some audio from 2003, then Senator Biden vowing to defeat the nomination of Judge Janice Rogers Brown. I can assure you that would be a very, very, very difficult fight, and she probably would be filibustered. What about what, Janice what, Rogers Brown? Someone excuse else. Me, I'm, 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 I'm not, by the way, I misspoke. I misspoke. Janice Rogers Brown is what I meant to say. Oh, okay. I misspoke. Because a circuit court of a judge is bound by stare decisis. They don't get to make new law. They have to abide by the, for example, she. So, so what you're saying is the Supreme the, Court's different than different the appellate court. Back in 03, Democrats argued that uh, Janice Brown was, her, her views were out of the legal mainstream, but Republicans responded that she had written more majority opinions than any other justice on the California Supreme Court. And she was elected and re-elected with 76% of the vote, the highest percentage of all the justices on the ballot. When Democrats derailed her nomination, Bush renominated her in 2005. She was eventually confirmed by a vote of 56 to 43 you know, this is these are some of the uh, the stories and some of the the audio that we're not hearing in all the mainstream media. Actually, very very few outlets are are, not, are even airing that uh, that Biden piece from 2003. Fox News is uh, the one the lone uh, media outlet that's airing that. I think people need to know that this guy's a phony. A lot of politicians, most of them are are insincere. And they, whatever they do, they do for political expediency, especially Biden. He's like the worst of the worst. There is another Biden I want to discuss, and this one is uh, married to the president, the first lady, Jill Biden. You know, all phonies feign niceness and, and kindness when it suits them, but they can't hide their true natures. Many of them are, I think, cruel, despicable people. One of the biggest phonies in all of Washington is the first lady. Here she is on PBS talking to Elmo and others about the importance of being kind. Hi, I'm Jill Biden, and I'm here with my good friend, Gabrielle. Hi, we're here to tell you the word of the day. Today's word is kindness. It means doing something to show you care about people, Please. animals, or the environment. There's lots of ways you can show kindness. Hi! Elmo and Spango made you a picture. Wow, this is beautiful. It's also a great example of kindness. You showed that you care about Gabrielle and me by making this drawing. Yeah, yeah thanks wow. Elmo and Tango. And look, I've got something for Tango right here. Good girl, Tango. Playing with and taking care of animals is another great example of kindness. Yeah. Where are you going, Tango? 
we do things for others, it makes us feel good too. It's important that we are kind to every person, monster, animal, and the environment. And yes, puppies too. Looks like Tango wants to keep playing fetch. Well, let's keep playing and show Tango some more kindness. All right, that's enough stomach-turning audio for one night or one day, whenever you're listening to this. Jill Biden on PBS, how apropos. You know, I think uh, the one thing Donald Trump did not do that I hope he does in the second term in 2024, I hope he cuts off all funding to PBS. Now, I know that's not going to happen, but at least reduce taxpayer funding to PBS. It, it would figure that she would be on PBS talking with Elmo and some other little black puppet. I, don't, I guess the, the, the black puppet's a new addition. I don't watch PBS. We didn't watch PBS growing up. Our, our parents, uh, I, I wouldn't say they, they made us watch Captain Kangaroo, but it was Captain Kangaroo and Mr. Green Jeans. It was never PBS. But anyway, to each his own. If you uh, like this program, hit like and please hit subscribe and uh, let us know how we're doing. Put a comment in the comment section, but but please hit like and subscribe. And if you want to check out some really fine programming, go to the BMG Network. We have the Ken Burns Show for you. We have the Adrian Ross Show, uh, The Essentials with Madeline Flint, Maddie Flint. And she has a new program up on the uh, on the network as of today. So check them all out. And we have uh, uh, columns for you, too, on, under the PAC perspective. My latest column is on Andrew Cuomo. He is thinking of testing the waters again for a potential run for political office, whether it's governor, I've heard AG, but he's thinking about it. You talk about chutzpah and hubris and arrogance. So check it all out, the bmgnetwork.com. Thanks very much, folks, for tuning us in on this weekend edition. And if the Lord wills it, we will talk to you soon. The Pac-Man Podcast was produced and edited in the BMG studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of the Pac-Man Podcast, go to the bmgnetwork.com or go to the BMG Network on Facebook. And be sure to tune into the next episode of the Pac-Man Podcast with Ted Flint.